Hello everyone, welcome back to the stream of nonsenseness. I just want to say apologies for the lacks in releasing episodes. It's been a few weeks of, I've been busy with some stuff, you know, you'll understand. Anyway, today we're joined in the studio by Joe, an old friend of mine. Hello. <laughs> and we're also joined by Stella, an even older friend of mine, I think. Hello. If we really want to go back, back in the time of my life. How are you guys going? Good. Good. Yeah, thanks for joining us in the studio. These are, these are fellow Kiwis who've been a... Uh, Visiting for a very special reason, actually. Um, Stella has got a show in the Fringe Festival at the moment, which is pretty cool. How's that? How's that been? It's been really good so far. This is what your fourth night coming up of it, or yeah, yeah, yeah for, our fourth night. Yeah, awesome. And Joe's in it as well. Sorry, I'm not trying to diminish your position. My, my position is quite minor. So it's, <laughs> it's, <laughs> that's okay. You're, you're allowed to have a minor position. Um, what, what's the kind of show about? Just to sum it up briefly. Really brief. Yeah. Um, three words or less, if possible. <laughs> <laughs> tapes, grandma, granddaughter. Wow. There cool. That was a good. That was a good summary. Hey, what does that really mean though? Sorry, you can use more words now. I'll, gi I'll give you the, the leeway. Thanks. Um, it's a solo show uh, about a girl who finds a tape recorder cleaning up her grandmother's house after her grandmother has passed away. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And her grandmother has recorded a kind of confession on these tapes. These are my confessions. Does that song play to Her point? grandmother is also Usher. Wow! Yeah. Whoa, my <laughs> there are Ushers at the show though. So. Wow, yeah, so it all comes full out. circle. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Well, there you go. That's cool. Um, how, how did that all come about? Have you, have you done solo shows before or like no. productions like that? No. No. That's, pre um, that's pretty intimidating then. It really is. It's quite exhausting. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Um, I've now done, this This is my fourth season of the show this year, so... Oh, have you already done it three times before this? Yeah. Oh, wow, okay, I didn't know that. That's well, sick. we won an award to come to the Melbourne Fringe. Woo! Award-winning <laughs> guests! You don't get that here on the stream of nonsenseness. Number one! In my heart, nowhere else. That's cool. Um... So you won an award. What was the award? The, the award was the... Um, Most improved. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was um, participation. Um, <laughs> Still a good one. Yeah, it is. It's a classic. We won the Melbourne Fringe Tour Award. Nah, so Which makes sense as to why we're here. <laughs> All the pieces are falling into place. <laughs> That's cool. That's cool. So I'm going to be seeing it tonight. I'll give you an accurate review next time on the show. I'll be like, yeah, I saw it. I, I can still see it. I'm going to come get a free ticket tonight. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> it all makes sense. Um, we were back in, this is actually the second or maybe second or third guest in a row that we've been in Long Cloud together with. No this way. Is, <laughs> oh, I did Ali, you know Ali from, from Long Cloud? Yeah. yeah, 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 she was on it and she had a little Long Cloud talk. It's pretty funny, I just keep dredging up people from my past. Um, yeah, uh, so, so where, where did this kind of idea for this come from? Like, what's the, what's the kind of... Well, um, simply put, a tape recorder was found in my uh, grandmother's oh, like basement. Oh, Yes. Um, <laughs> the same one that's in the show? The same one that's in the show. Wow. After my grandmother passed away. Oh, and okay. It's just autobiographical. Biographical. It is autobiographical. Yeah. Um, <laughs> not really. It, it, that provoked the start of the story. Yeah. Okay. Um, but it was an interesting thing because my grandmother was a homemaker. Yeah. She had six kids, you know, a large percent, you know, I'd say about 50% of whom followed artistic pursuits. Oh, wow, so I never thought sick. about her being arty. Yeah, right, right. But right. it makes sense, right? Yeah. Totally. And no idea what she used it for. <laughs> Just something. <laughs> yeah. Do you have any ideas? I think she recorded her farts. <laughs> <laughs> We've all done it. <laughs> We've all done it. Everyone out there, admit it, admit it to yourself. There was actually like a. 
you, you remember SingStar, you know, PS2, and you'd like Absolutely. sing along, who doesn't? There was like a feature you could like record like version, like, you know, your whole play of your song. And there was one that me and my sisters did where like in the middle of the song, I like farted on the microphone. <laughs> legendary in our family. Absolutely legendary. Still number one in the clear household. Yeah, exactly. Like bring it up, you know, hey guys, remember that fart I did? I'm like, yeah, a top notch. <laughs> top bloody notch. Are you just acting or do you do you do have other pursuits like oh yeah I, um, <laughs> that I seems do. like kind of a mean question to ask like <laughs> yeah oh so you're making full-time living yeah. as an actor like, uh. no <laughs> is anyone like who's not a millionaire yeah, yeah. but that's the um, way it goes i suppose it is it is i do everything really yeah. um everything okay i you gotta quantify that now i yeah i'll try to um I direct. Nice. Yeah, mostly. That's yeah. like, um, and I produce. I produce this. Yeah. Investment tapes. Yeah, cool. And um, I teach quite often, which is you probably teach acting. Bread and butter. Yep. Oh, okay. Sick, sick. Yeah. Is that kind of like come natural as like having done it for so long? You kind of thought like, oh, I, I know how to make it work in terms of teaching someone else how to do it. Yeah, I okay. think so. Yeah. yeah. It, it's yeah. It's a, it's a, it seems like a big step to take though. You know. T- tipping into the the role of telling someone else what to do after doing it. It certainly was. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, cool. It's funny having two two people who go through really interesting stuff. I'm like, how do I balance this? But um, I want to talk a bit as well, Joe, who I've known from working at Maranui back in the Maranui. day. Maranui, yeah, boy. Yeah, <laughs> it's just a cafe over in um, Wellington. If people aren't familiar, legendary cafe even. Um, but Joe's also like an awesome musician. Has been played in like some fucking sick ass bands like of blackest oceans if that means anything to anyone or hollywood fun downstairs which is the current one there's probably been a million more along the those way those are the two big ones the really two I big mean, ones i've when i was in high school and in fungaday i played in a black metal band called non-servium but there was really yeah no, no uh, that nothing popped nah, off from that nah. <laughs> yeah um you just you guys have done what three european tours now we just did our fourth oh yeah. shit that's ridiculous yeah. That's that's crazy, and it's all gone really well and stuff. Yeah, man, they just keep getting better. Like, <laughs> every time we go, we get better contacts, and we meet the right people and play the right shows. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. Is it you real slum dogging it across Europe? Just yeah, like, well, it's, into- like, it's real DIY. So we mostly stay on like couches or on someone's floor. Yeah, yeah, for and sure. You mean you might get one night a month where someone puts you in a hotel and you like really? Fuck yeah, the- like, that's like an exciting thing. That's a total exciting thing, especially if the hotel's got a breakfast buffet. <laughs> and then, you're, then you're good. Just crushing it, just eating yeah. everything, just filling your pockets up with yeah. eggs. <laughs> but most of the time, yeah, you're slumming it, I guess, on people's floors or yeah. Cool. So a lot of the venues, a lot of the good DIY venues will have like bunk beds and shit in them as well, so you can yeah, crash yeah. there, yeah, which nice. is always great too because you don't <laughs> have to drive after the show. Yeah, it's probably the best part. And drink a few free beers. <laughs> <laughs> Had you been to Europe much before touring it? or did you Before touring it, I'd been once with my brother when I was... I was 17 and he was 18. Okay, so it's not a great... And we just got URL passes, but we were pretty timid. Like, we went to Amsterdam and just stayed in a backpackers. We spent a bit of time in Germany. Okay. So you didn't really get a, like, full kind of thing. Well, it was pretty touristy as well, I guess. Like, we kind of just played it safe. Yeah. We're touring, like, with the band. We've got a van and we've got... We go to the strangest places, you know, like... Yeah, Like, small Slovenian villages to play (laughs) shows where you never think of going otherwise. How how did you get so many, like, connects in terms of, like, shows? Because obviously you weren't, like, thinking as you were making music. Like, oh, I can't wait to go to Slovenian villages. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, maybe you were. I don't know. um, Kurt, the guitarist, the vocalist, he just started emailing people in mid-2015. We right. just recorded the first album since I joined the band. Mm. 
and he just started emailing. We got an email from some guys in Belgium who'd heard the record and were like well into it and ran a radio station and they said they'd book us a show. Yeah, so nice. we just kind of booked as many, Kurt just booked as many shows as we could. Just anywhere. Like, like yeah, exactly. Yeah, just cool. like took the randomest shows and then we just went and played them. There was 22 on the first tour. Yeah, awesome. And we hired a van and just drove and played strange shows. <laughs> and then it was fucking awesome, but we just met enough people that we were able to keep going back. Yeah, that, that's like the dream right there. Just like taking an absolute limb on it and just like mm. hoping it'll work out. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's me. Yeah, yeah, it's, every time we go, it just seems to get better. So it's, have you got another one coming up, or we've got uh, in November. We've got about a month where we'll do two weeks in the UK and two weeks in Western Europe and a bit of the Czech Republic. Yeah, yeah, sick. Yeah. The old Czech Republic. What a classic place, oh, mate. <laughs> um, so you've been playing drums like your whole life, pretty much, kind of thing. Since I was twelve. Yeah, like nice. Yeah. yeah, yeah, nice. You're fucking harassing everyone in your neighborhood. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, we lived in the middle of nowhere, so it was pretty good. Like, I could, just, I could just bash it. Yeah. <laughs> Until you got, finally got good. Yeah. After a million years. What, what, what kind of music does your band play, like, to, for the people oh, at home? Is it hard? Is that it's really annoying to us? It's, I don't know. It's like, uh, well, we're a two piece. Yeah. And it's. You've got elements of metal, elements of punk, elements yeah. of noise rock. Just a bit angry. <laughs> yeah, but it's very angry, I would say. <laughs> it's quite frenetic. Yeah. Like it's, it's all over the place. Yeah. Um, and you just put out an album recently? We put out an album called Tetris at the... Oh, when did that come out? <laughs> when did that come out? That must have Mid come out... 2016? Yeah, halfway through last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah cool. And that went well. Yeah. So are you involved yeah. much with the writing process and stuff like that? Yeah, well, it's pretty in? much like... We'll say Kurt might come to band practice with like the song in his head and mm. then we'll all kind of jam it out until like, so the songs will change. Like he might come with an idea, but by the time it's been learned by the rest of, by, by Everyone, me yeah. and Kurt together, yeah, it will have changed so much. We might rip it apart and put it back together again. Or like, yeah, like, oh, what if we could? Yeah, yeah. It's pretty, um, it's pretty collaborative. Obviously, I'm a musician. <laughs> like Obviously. I'd say the, he comes in with an original idea, but by the time we've collaborated, it's, like totally different. Beast. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Do Do you play much in New Zealand and Australia, or is it? Just... We've never played in Australia. Oh right. We played. We used to play more in New Zealand, but mm. the more we tour Europe, the more it's kind of become your home. For yeah, that it's kind of, kind of like yeah. You play shows in New Zealand, and like the odd ones are right, but it's not. It's not really our scene, I guess. Yeah, that's pretty funny. Mm. Like making music from. Are they all from New Zealand? I didn't even ask. Are well, they... me. Well, me and Kurt both have British passports, but right. from New Zealand, yeah. Yeah, okay. So it makes touring Europe a lot easier as well. To oh, yeah, totally. Passport. Is that a bit of a head fuck, like trying to... Well, we used to have a bass guitarist. Yeah. And he got denied. He got detained on the French border one time because oh, he no didn't shit. have a... Because he was on a Kiwi passport with no visa. Oh, how did? How was he thinking that was going to go down? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. exactly. <laughs> what was the plan? Well, we'd what? done it twice before with no problems. And so it was kind of like we just turned up on the border to catch the train and they, me and Kurt, they were like, you guys can go straight through. And then they were like, Grant, come with us. Yeah. And took him into a separate room and straight away we were like, ah, ah, fuck. <laughs> Damn it. Of course. Yeah. yeah, cooked it. Ah, oh, that sucks. So we had to cancel like two weeks of touring that was all UK shows. Yeah. And you have to send out those like messages or We just like had to email, email all the promoters. Yeah. And it was. Sorry. Fucking, yeah, it sucked. I and mean, we lost like a lot of money as well because it meant we weren't weren't playing shows yeah we yeah weren't and getting the free accommodation that we would have got we weren't being able to pay for the van like and worse you're kind of like pissing off people as well that yeah, you're like really yeah. trying to like cater towards and then yeah like, so this november tour will be the first time you're all that fully... we've done the uk in since 
2006, 2015, I think. Couple last years. Time did it. Yeah, yeah, a couple of years. A couple of spicy little years. Mm. Yeah, that's cool. That's dope. Um, I want to get straight into one of my favorite sections of the show. There's two of you, so I think it'll be pretty good. Where you both go choose a CD off the wall of CDs, and then we kind of like, you know. Just a, one? Just one CD. Or you can choose a couple if, if a couple right. are really jumping out at right. you. Just something that strikes a particular memory with you, or like has importance, or just, you know, is an interesting CD towards you. And then we can kind of bring it up to yeah, about cool. it. All right, and break. <laughs> All right, we're back, back from the wall. Stella, I'll, you kick it off. You got a couple there, I see, or three maybe. I have three. I know you told me to pick one. Hey, that's all right. We've been the rules around here. What do you got? Um, so the first one I have is Mars Volta, and it's nice. still out in the Comatorium. Nice. I don't. I've, I've never actually listened to that. I just got it because I knew it was a good album. I've never actually listened to them. Oh well, you're fucking missing out, mate. What? What? What's? What's so important about that one? Why is that one important? Um. I've actually thought about this album a lot because I recently wrote about it. Oh, really? Yeah, it's one capacity. of my inspirations, uh, okay. um, just as an artist. Yeah. Um, you can read that on the Pantograph Punch. It's called A Loose Cannon. <laughs> Look it's up, five people. things that inspire Stella Reid. Nice. Um, but so I bought this album for my sister. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think for her 16th, maybe? I can't remember. We were in Keep high school. Present. Yeah, and then I just kept it, and I like still have it, and she's never really even listened to it. <laughs> she doesn't even care. She's it's like, like, whatever. Classic, my kind of gift. Yeah, I give um, lots of good those kind of gifts as well. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, this you'll love this. I'm like, I oh, don't really. I'm like, oh, well, in that case. <laughs> right back it goes. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I used to love the opening two tracks because they kind of bleed into each other yeah. and um, like playing them at parties. Yeah, it's a good party banger. It, I've always, I've always loved is. the cover. I don't really know much about the album. I mean, about the band in general, but I just like, like the gold head, like on the on the table, oh, beaming out. Great, fascinating. It's <laughs> like the entire dream feels like a nightmare. Yeah, that's what life should be like—an yeah. absolute nightmare from start to finish. Sort <laughs> <laughs> of always said. Well, it was so much fun, you know, to play in parties at high school because. Um, everybody just left you alone. <laughs> right after that. They're like, okay. You'd leave uh, pretty soon after. Yeah, yeah, cool. That's what you want. Clear the party out. All right, number two. What's up, number, number two? Number two. I just picked this because I thought, oh, fuck, that's a good memory. Yeah. But it's Fleet Foxes, Ragged Wood. Ah, I love Fleet Foxes. Beautiful. Yeah, yeah, me too. It's just like 18 years old. Yeah, totally, totally. From top to bottom. Yeah, exactly. Like, there's a song... I think it's like beginning of White Winter hymnal, you know. Um, yeah, it was fun. Yeah. And, then, um, and that like yeah. cor- chorale just makes me think of pills. Okay. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like when yeah, I hear yeah, it, I'm totally. like, there's seven in the morning and I'm not going to bed. Put the song on, this song is sick. Yeah, this song is tight. I always had like a, a video for it in my head because it's like starts with a kind of like solo vocals and then at some point all the lush kind of instrumentation comes in. I was like, yeah. all right, it's so in the video, they're all dancing and they've got ribbons and then the backdrop falls away and there's more people behind them. <laughs> I like think about there's a lot, you know, to play it. I'm like, yeah, that'd be a cool video. Yeah. I'll pitch it to them. Um, it's a few years too late, but um, I reckon they'll be into it. <laughs> a late release video. Yeah, exactly. They're like, no, that was four years ago. Yeah. Probably longer than that, even. Um, yeah, it's a goodie. And I think what's I, I find interesting about this album in particular is like it's really um, personal user experience because it's like you know like soft kind of folk sound. But yeah, for totally. me, it sounds like grinding teeth. Because that's my experience of it, you know? It's so funny. I would never equate that album with Pills, to be honest, if someone ever asked me. It's just like, I don't know, it's more stonery than anything. But I don't know, to each their own. I've always loved uh, Blue Ridge Mountains on that. That was classic. It kind of sounds like a Japanese forest, like anime, like chase scene or something. Mm. I was like, yeah, 
very visual with this music. Eh? I'm like, I've got a video for all of this. <laughs> anyway, album three, what have we got? Uh, System of Down, Hypnotized. Oh, yes, fucking yeah. love System of a Down. Me too. <laughs> Huge fan. It's yeah. where me and my sister's music taste crossover. You got one overlap in the Venn diagram, and yeah. it's in System of a Down. It's System of a Down. Yeah, nice. There's a few others that um, squeeze in. Yeah. But uh, we had a really long power cut when I was like, I maybe was 15 and my sister was 17. Yeah. And we sang like the whole of Hypnotizing Me <laughs> Just me and her. Yeah. Because there was good. nothing else to do. With so, so singable. I think, that, I think System of a Down is probably known for just being so like sing along to when you know the words it's all like ridiculous mm. i mean oh. it's like the stuff means you know it's kind of like trenched in meaning but it's also really silly and just like bad and bad and the peanut with bad yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like i a- almost always sing um uh byob as oh, a warm-up yeah, yeah yeah oh really that's your warm-up yeah are you gonna, yeah, be, yeah. Are you gonna be singing it tonight well i've started singing halo by beyonce because it's oh, impossible okay. yeah yeah it, so. it's pretty ridiculous <laughs> I can break it! Uh, not impossible, see? Nailed it. First try. System of a Down is so sick because it was like Armenian folk music, like with like new metal, and yeah. it was like new metal was pretty terrible at the time. Well, I don't know, that's to each their own, but a lot of people would say it was terrible, but then mm. they came. <laughs> loved it, loved it. Limp Yeah, <laughs> yeah, true, true. And then, yeah, but there was weird like rhythms going on, and like everyone in the band is pretty cool as well. Like, uh, what's his face? What's the lead singer? Name? Serge. Serge. Yeah, like he's like a New Zealand, like I think he still lives in New Zealand. Yeah, and he's still like representing, and he's like all about, um, politics and like yeah. like um, I think he was involved a lot with the Kim.com stuff and shit like that <laughs> he was weighing in his two cents I don't, know, if, I don't know how the, the, like moving to New Zealand and after two or three years just because you've got enough money being able to meddle without politics yeah like, yeah, come yeah, on. yeah and even if you I admit, maybe agree with his politics I'm like get, get yeah. out of it mate get yeah out exactly it. <laughs> this isn't your battle yeah. <laughs> he just wants to be involved I think he knows he's big enough he's a massive fish in kind of a relatively small pond yeah yeah but anyway slow down so great yeah I like a lot of people I know were into them or like some people I know were into them and then they kind of disowned them as soon as they turned you know like 19, 20 like okay that stuff was shit I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. that was awesome like what are you talking about I'd probably fall into that oh really though. I just I, like even that album I'm like mm, it's uh, toxicity I love it yeah, I can yeah. still put it on and be like oh nostalgic what steal this album yeah I yeah mm. first one though like the self-titled you down on that one with the hand I don't on the know if I really I know what it looks like but yeah. it definitely like toxicity was the one that I had at the right age where it was like yeah I listened to it a lot so you think you've outgrown it he's outgrown I'd like it to say I have maybe but I think if someone put on it now I'd be like oh it's pretty good <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, alright Joe what, what albums have you picked for us uh, I've got The Killers, Sam's Town. Nice, classic. Like, and I'm not a huge Killers fan, but this album in particular yeah. came out, I was maybe 14 or 15. Yeah, I must yeah. have been 14 because it was my first acid trip <laughs> in Kerry Kerry with one of my best friends I and mean, yeah. my brother. Yeah. And we listened to this album a lot that day. It was Christmas oh, really? Day. And it was just it's, like... It's so funny that you've picked like like for, like pills for, for Fleet Foxes and acid for the killers. Yeah, like, I know. It's like yeah. archetypal wrong music yeah. to be listening to. But I was listening to this album the fir- on my I first don't even, acid like, trip. See, that's one of the ones that I've got in my collection that I've, I don't think I've ever listened to. It's like. a good album, man. It's like <laughs> Did it have any hits, hits on it? Did yeah, it, have, it had uh, Sam's the, Town. It had... Uh, was that the boyfriend girlfriend one? Or when that... you were young. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah. When we yeah, yeah, that was a tune. That was an absolute Bones tune. was on here. Bones was one of the more poppy hits off this album, though. Yeah, I think that. that like this is big. probably their moodiest album. You know? Oh like, really? Was it Hot Fuss the first one? Oh, I yeah, was Hot never... Fuss was the one that was. Everywhere I was never I was. into it. It was too poppy, but this yeah. album has like some more dark kind of like 
And I was up taking acid and, and enjoying it with friends. And then I saw them at a big day out. And yep. my friend Bridget, who I took that acid trip with, yep. we were at the same big day out, but we'd been separated for most of the day. Right. And they started playing that, uh, there's like an intro on that album where it's like piano and Brandon Flowers sings, we hope you enjoyed your stay. Yeah, right. And, and right when he sung it, I looked down into the crowd and Bridget was stood in the <laughs> middle of this huge crowd and we just made eye contact. Yeah, nice. And both of us were like, <laughs> what the fuck you know like, and it was, yeah it just galvanized the album for me and I like yeah, whenever totally. I hear it now I'm like oh. <laughs> throwback nostalgia like yeah, a real yeah. nostalgia trip yeah I feel you on that one alright and album number two album number two which I've never even listened to this album but I saw it on your thing and I had to grab it as Anger Fist Retaliate yes go yeah, Anger Fist yeah. and I grabbed it because when I was on our last tour yeah. in, uh, we were in the Czech Republic in Pilsen yeah and we were all fucking real rinse from the day before and we played this like little festival in this pub that's kind of split into three venues. Mm. And we were playing on the outside, there was like an outdoor stage of summertime. Yeah. And then where we were sleeping, the promoter was like, are you sleeping here in this venue yeah. somewhere? And we're like, yeah, cool, we're like, we'll just chill. And then when we want to go to sleep, we'll come and find you and we'll let you know. And by the time we were like, yeah, cool, we want to go to sleep now, we found this guy, Jan, and he was just fucking drunk ass <laughs> and dancing to a punk band. And I was like, yo, dude, man, like, we've been awake for ages and like, we're pretty fucked and we've got to drive for ages tomorrow. Do you reckon we could go to sleep? And he was like, no, it's chill, man, it's chill. It's like, <laughs> just calm down. And I was like, oh, okay. Okay. Like, yeah, yeah. And <laughs> like, I, after fucking hours of us trying to get him to show us we were sleeping, yeah. we finally got into this room and it was like, just probably two meters squared yeah and it right. was just wooden floors like nothing like just the most bare minimalist oh, sleeping and, and in the room is a fucking huge czech guy that doesn't speak any english just playing call of duty <laughs> and there's like a constant stream of people in and out of the room buying oh, drugs yes, you cracked it and there's a bar next door that's just playing gabba <laughs> so loud like <laughs> Yeah, and they were like, yeah, you just sleep on the floor. And we're yeah. like, oh, God. That is so such a nightmare. We like, all of us were like, fuck it, we're so cooked. We're just going to sleep on the floor here. Like, yeah. rolled out the mats, got in our sleeping bags and just lay there in the light. Like, well, I Did you guy, get any sleep? No, like none. Because <laughs> he just kept inviting people into this room. The, the gabber was going off. Yeah, yeah. And then finally, like, the bar next door closed at seven in the morning. The yeah. gabber bar. And the music stopped and we're like, fuck, finally we might get like three or four hours and then we'll hit the road. Yeah. And he invites, the, the guy that's been playing Call of Duty, invites like half the bar into this <laughs> tiny room, brings a little PA in and puts the gabba on in the room oh, when we're sleeping. No. And it was just like the most, it was horrible. It and sounds like an like actual nightmare. It was, yeah. <laughs> it's like an anxiety attack. They brought this American guy in with them who wouldn't stop hitting on one of the Czech guy's girlfriends. Right. And she wasn't having it, he wasn't having it. And eventually the Czech guy was just like, listen, like, leave her alone. Yeah. Like, get away from her. And they just started, like, they started, like, kind of tussling. The Czech guy pulls out some knuckle dusters. And then the American guy, like, word for word said, you picked the wrong motherfucker to fuck with and pulls out a knife. <laughs> and we're on the floor, like, no sleep, just like, <laughs> we're gonna see God. someone we, die. Yeah, we're gonna see something <laughs> fucked up now. Yeah. And they just fucking like grabbed this American guy and dragged him outside, like got the knife off him and pretty much just kicked him out. Like it ended yeah, up being yeah, pretty yeah. chill, but it was like fuck. What and none of us got any sleep. We got up at like 10. Finally, we just like, fuck this. Got in the van and left. And straight away, we're like, that was right. <laughs> yeah, that, was, that was pretty funny. It could have gone worse. It could have gone worse. But the best thing about those kind of stories is that it, it crosses over a threshold at some point from being an awful time. But like, this is actually an such experience. a bad time. It's going to be a great story. Yeah. An awesome experience. <laughs> and we're, was, we're all bonded yeah. through this absolute nightmare. And when I nightmare. saw Anger Fist then, yeah. I was like... Gather. Yeah, Anger Fist, fucking Dutch hardcore music. It just makes you want to cry. <laughs> makes you want to 
knuckle dust Americans. And yeah, stab. I can't. When I when I discovered Angerfest when I was like I don't know fourteen or thirteen, fourteen, I was like, this stuff's sick. I used to <laughs> all the time. Some my headphones like on the bus, you know. I'm mm. like. Back when you could listen to any music anywhere, now I'm like, oh, I need a bit of a mood with this. I can't just put on like happy hardcore when I'm like, you know, just chilling out. It doesn't make any sense. But Angerfist for me was like, yeah, I just loved that stuff at the time. And then a few years passed, I went back to it. I'm like, oh, this is this is cool, but I can't listen to it right I just, now. It's so monotonous. Yeah, me. yeah. Especially and then, like, and all that kind of hardcore stuff. You know, has like that Angerfist is on the lighter side of it because it has all melodies and like mm. everything will drop away and they'll be like do 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 and then, and then the beats come in like, okay here we go but some of that stuff just goes and goes and goes mm. and goes and you're like wow this is like this is what like three days of MDMA sounds like yeah. this is like that's where these dudes were at as yeah well. like, exactly these guys were like on fully like pushing through they yeah, yeah exactly that's insane well I'm sorry to hear that. It's, it's it was good, good though. Like we were talking, you know, it comes, it goes from being a potentially horrible experience to yeah. just being a great experience. Yeah, just yeah. being awesome. Like I can't wait to tell everyone about mm. this. <laughs> How are you feeling the next day? Pretty, pretty grim. What yeah. Oh, we drove from Pilsen to the other side of the Czech Republic to Brno, yeah. um, which is like I think four or maybe two or three hour drive, mm. maybe longer depending on traffic. Yeah. Um, and we were fine, but we got to Bruno, we played the show, it was good. Yeah, nice. It's, yeah. It's all we, and we had a good story for the road. Exactly. Locked and loaded. Yeah. Sorted. <laughs> and so, number three. Number three is In Rainbows by Radiohead. I just no, grabbed it because it's probably one of the best albums. Ever? Ever. Wow, that's I a call. I love it. Yeah, it, it's pretty and damn good. I, like, I'm a big Radiohead fan and have been, my parents were both big Radiohead fans, mm -hmm. have been for ages, and then this album came out, what, 2004? 2008 in no. rainbows no, really, it's yeah. 2008, 2008 i think i but think it, i was i want to say i was seven that's what's what i'm yeah, okay for you can open it open but it, you know like later era radiohead oh for sure and i instantly instantly became my favorite radiohead album yeah. I, was like, very, I didn't think i didn't think that would be possible after so many good albums yeah. it's very very listenable like in terms of just you put it on you know like it grabs you instantly mm. i think i just open with steps or five steps or whatever yeah isn't it 15, 15 steps 15 yeah. steps yeah 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 it's, yeah, that's the one. You're all I need as well. Like, fuck, oh what man, a, yeah, what that's a tune. A, I forgot how many good what songs are on that like, album. It's actually. such a good album. Yeah. Um, we used to end the play with videotape. Ah, nice. There you go. See, they all they all tie in. So is, is that is that why it means a lot to you? Just because you instantly heard it and you're just like, this is the yeah. this is the one. Yeah, it was, yeah, it's just such a good album. And Rainbow had a had a pretty crazy strategy at the time as well. And they released it for free. They released it for free. They just had this uh, like post on their website or whatever, and they were just like, yeah, it's for free now, and you can also buy it. And then everyone did because they fucking love radio here, mm. and, like, and it's a really good album. <laughs> you don't even have the CD in here. You just have the case. Oh no! Did you find it underneath the stack yeah. of CDs? There's actually another one with two CDs in it. I've, uh, I've done the okay. old switcheroo on you because, because, because um, I've got one that works and one that doesn't and then at one point I mixed them up and I was like oh I'll just put them both in one <laughs> thought it'd be less confusion turns out it's more confusion yeah but um, Radiohead are awesome I, I'm, I'm a big fan of them and have been for all How to the Thief was my favourite for, for a long yeah. time which is kind of controversial I don't think a lot of I people I like it it's oh, more yeah, experimental it's not a usual answer like yeah yeah totally and then what was the, the really big one was, was okay, okay computer, computer. yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. That was like I remember that really strongly from my childhood. Like oh yeah, totally. That and like Pablo, Honey, and the Bends. There's nothing quite like being about 15, 16 or listening to Radiohead. Mm. <laughs> You're yeah, like, I'm exactly. the most important person yeah. ever. <laughs> <laughs> this is my experience and mine alone. Yeah. <laughs> like everyone else in the world is the exact same feeling. <laughs> yeah, Tom York's a musical shaman, man. That, guy, that guy's mm. awesome. I'm, I'm big up in. And he's got crazy eyes. Yeah, he does have crazy eyes. He looks kind of like. Um, 
Uh, there's a comedian called Limmy. Have you heard of Limmy? He's like no. a Scottish dude and he's just ridiculous and he looks like him. I don't know. It wasn't really going anywhere. Just hope you might know him. Turns out you don't. Well done. Well done, guys. I hope you're proud of yourself. <laughs> <laughs> so so what's on for the rest of your time in Australia? You got anything exciting up? up well, definitely on? a chicken palmer. Maybe not for Stella, but for me. Are you vegetarian? Yeah. Unlucky. I'm sorry to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, chicken parma is like the most sorry excuse of like authentic Australian cuisine. Sorry, all the Australians listening, but like people pick it up like it's like such an awesome thing. It's like, yeah, man, you gotta try chicken parma, and it's just like so a you reckon flame? What is it? No, it's cool. It's just like a schnitzel with Napoli sauce and cheese on it. Yeah, just, yeah. What is yeah. Napoli yeah. sauce? Is it it's tomato? Just, yeah, it's like just like a tomato pasty kind of thing. Like it's just made you like a like a fancy tomato sauce, pretty it much. Doesn't sound that good. I'm interested in the pie flow, but is that more of a New South Wales the thing? The what? See, yeah, I know this must be a New South Wales thing. I, pie from float. what I know, pie it's, float. It's like yeah. a pie yeah. floating on some mushy peas kind of buzz. <laughs> pie float. It must be a Sydney thing. <laughs> must be. Well, or maybe a different some other state. Someone altogether. took you aside and was like, "You've got." It. No, I've just read about it. I've heard about it. I've been reading Bill Bryson's Down Under, and he mentioned it in there as well. Okay. He's done his research on food. Yeah, well, that's good. You got to do it. I definitely have never heard of a pie float in Victoria. Okay. The have pie you had mushy peas. Okay. What, you ever had mushy peas before? Yeah, yeah. Oh. It's all right. It's just peas. I'm not that not massive on peas personally. Oh. See, I think you're talking to the wrong person in terms of pie-based right. cuisine. Have <laughs> you eaten any what's, you, what's your Australian dish? Uh, I don't know. I don't think there's amazing cuisine that's exclusive to Australia here. There's a lot of cool stuff from you know a lot of restaurants that represent other cities quite well and other countries. But yeah. I don't know. I just I just eat every I just eat fried chicken for every meal, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. That's all I've eaten for four years. So, <laughs> <laughs> how you keep such a good physique? Yeah, exactly. It's all about the fried chicken. I don't know what it is, but something. Um, what did you say something before? I mean, have you eaten kangaroo? Oh, kangaroo. Yeah, yeah. I have. Kangaroo's awesome. Yeah, I bet kangaroo. I'd it's, like to eat kangaroo. What does it taste here. like? It's a bit like it's like a it's like beef squared. It's like a bit redder and meatier and just kind of like beef, beef squared. squared. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> yeah, that's how I describe it. I had a kangaroo steak once and I was cooking it and I was like, oh, this is so like meaty. I'm, like, I'm gonna have it really rare, but I got too greedy and I did went too rare. You know, when you just like like lightly singed each mm. edge and I was eating it like yum and I'm like, oh, this is still kind of cold in the middle <laughs> it's just like raw meat now but but i mean apart from that i've had some good kangaroo burgers and stuff it's really good i thought it would be like dirt cheap when i got here like someone told me about kangaroo meat before i left and i was like kangaroo will be everywhere and it's like more expensive than because it's like a luxury well, yeah well, it's not it's not that like, they're not just like everywhere and yeah. like the sides of the street just like you can shoot them down mm. um it kind of reminds me of a misconception i remember someone told or someone asked my sister when she was traveling if like people in new zealand we're getting cold walking around in all the grass skirts all the time because, yeah. like, in their head, like New Zealand was just like a field of sheep they'd wade yeah. through in in grass shorts. You had like hilarious misconceptions about places overseas that have like been like, oh, that's that's totally wrong. Um, or you're pretty on point with, I'm with your assessment. I, I'm a bit of a geek when it comes to traveling. Though, like, I'll oh, hunt really? out the travel books or like get. Yeah. I'll, whenever we play a city, I'll get on the Wikipedia and I like to know. That's a good. Like, that's, that's good though. Even yeah. if it's just read the Wikipedia article, you get like a good oversight, and it's yeah, yeah, totally. But people must make misconceptions about New Zealand. People make so many misconceptions about New Zealand. That's yeah. probably more common. Yeah, and totally. plus because like we've got when we're in school, we learn European history. That's I mean, true. New, no Zealand, New, Zealand New Zealand Even we don't learn New Zealand history. So, <laughs> yeah, like, hardly, there's, right. so there's no surprise that it's people an have misconceptions. Mm. Yeah. Like, people think it's the classic Australian New Zealand misconception. Like, that's yeah. number one. Yeah, yeah. And you try to explain. The same country, yeah. 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 Or that we're super close together, even. Like, you try to explain to them, like, it would take you the same amount of time to travel from London to St. Petersburg 
as it would from Sydney to, to Wellington. Yeah. Or what? Melbourne to Wellington. It yeah, like, and you're like, man, there's like thousands of kilometers still there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah I've, I've had people kind of, kind of, you know, confused about the Australian New Zealand thing, foreigners and stuff. It's like, no, we're not, we're not the same country. Mm. Good, good, I say. We're doing things way better than them. So, <laughs> <laughs> shots fired. Well, we'll see where Winnie lays his cards, but. Yeah, exactly. Let's get real political <laughs> on the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, I mean we've just had the the same sex marriage thing go on. Oh, oh, you know the you heard about that? Yeah, oh, it's, everywhere. it's everywhere. Oh, yeah. of course, it's it's a very important kind of step in, in history. There was like ads for uh, the no side of the campaign. Yeah, Have you seen awful. those? Yeah. yeah, and they're just like girl. Like, My son was told he could wear a dress. Like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I saw a letter in the newspaper today. There's like in the opinions part of the paper, and it was yeah. like. I'm a straight heterosexual male in a, in a marriage, so this gay vote has nothing to do with me. I won't be voting. It's like, <laughs> who asked for your opinion? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Such a failure. That's like of the least valuable opinion. I'm a straight heterosexual male in a marriage. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but it's like, yeah, just seeing seeing that position is like, oh, okay, so the rest of the world doesn't affect me. Mm. Like, failing mm. to see the kind of piece of puzzle mm. that you fit into with everyone else. It's a huge part of the Fringe Festival. Yeah, well, it's, that's good. That's mm. awesome. Like and, a, the program is like a large amount of like reactionary queer cabaret and theatre. Yeah, right. Because it's so, I guess, like the pulse of the city right now. Yeah, cool. Yeah, that's good. That, that's what it should be. Um, are you going to get out and see a whole lot of other fringe stuff as well? Going to try to. Yeah. We've seen, seen three, three shows, things yeah. so far. Yeah. yeah I want to see anything at least but, another two. Yeah. It's bl- when does it end? Is it, is it over on Saturday? Or is that it's just over on Sunday. Sunday, yeah. Uh, okay, cool. Well, I'll have to have to get amongst sink my teeth into that one um yeah anyway thanks for joining us on the show i'm gonna i'm just gonna cut this one short just because that's how we do it thank you joe thank you stella it's been an absolute pleasure to see you guys again i hope you have a lovely night everyone at home have a great time uh uh bye